Hi guys! Welcome back to another episode of Cheap Thrills. I'm your host, Ophelia, and here's your top stories of the week. And now, here's your top stories in gaming. Well, would you look at that? Hi, guys. Sony! <laughs> Sony is in the news as far as gaming, come on. Um, last week we talked about their sales and whatnot. They made some, okay, it started off wonderfully. Let's start off with them um, partnering with Discord, okay? I want to read a little bit. And this is from The Verge, okay? PlayStation is now partnering with Discord, the popular online communication service with a promise to bring the Discord and PlayStation experiences closer together on consoles and mobile starting early next year. Details on what that will actually entail are small. And the Sony announcement just says that the two companies are hard at work connecting Discord with your social and gaming experience on the PlayStation Network. What that means, a full-fledged Discord app coming to the PlayStation console or a more limited integration like connecting PSN and Discord account to easily chat more with friends off platform had yet to be announced. Now, this is good. And I, I cannot bring a cloud over Sony nor Discord. That being said, that being said, the reason why I'm a little bit, you know, I got my neck up, it's because was this or was this not last month when Microsoft was rumored to be buying Discord and everybody in their mama except for Xbox fam clearly thought that this was a bad idea anybody was on the fence Oh, Xbox is just pretty much gonna. Microsoft is pretty much gonna take this company, and they're going to destroy it, run it into the ground. Now that being said, they do have a lot of history with that. But that is the that is the that was narration of all of that. So then, when PlayStation announced their partnership with Discord. Oh my God, all is well. I say all that to say this. 
I don't like that. I really don't. If you are going to, and primarily I'm talking to the, the, the um, I, I want to say Europe and the North American people. PlayStation is leaning as far as the install base, next generation, and everything. That's because a lot of casuals were able to get their hands on these consoles a lot. These games, and this is why, and I know I'm going off, I know I'm driving off a little bit, but this is why they're not going to be at E3. This is why Microsoft is showing up with Xbox at this year's E3. It's because they are sick and tired of this narrative. PlayStation fans, you have the install base, but you don't buy the game. Hello Eternal, ain't heard those numbers yet. Ain't heard those numbers yet. Oh, you remember all the Sony first person games? First party games? And then numbers came out? I ain't heard none of that yet. Oh, we're gonna get back onto Returnal, cause uh, I s- you have it all. So now Microsoft is trying to leverage its fan base with something positive, and you guys actually destroy it. But then when you associate it with Sony and the PlayStation. Everyone's mute. And I'm not okay with that. Not at all. What y'all said about Microsoft, that same energy should have been kept here too. If you're going to sit here and tell the world that Microsoft and Xbox destroy companies and PlayStation keeps them up, that is a false narrative. That is a lie. And we'll get more into it. Starting with this um, Epic Store leaked email. Now, for those who are, and I like that this case, this case between Epic Game Store and Apple, and it's been happening in the background. It's like it's just starting, but there are some leaked stuff that is coming out, like. A lot of stuff that's coming out. And PlayStation is pretty much in the middle of this all. 
then the leaked documents. Now, for those who don't know, let me bring you up the date. Back in 2018, you remember that Microsoft and Nintendo played together that whole campaign? It's because Microsoft and Nintendo and Epic were pretty much, you know, allowing games to be played cross-platforms. And that's what everybody was striving for. And you remember when Sony was like, um, no, I'm not doing that. And the reason why I'm not doing that is to protect my player base from that toxic communities, from both toxic communities and stuff like that. I'm just thinking about the players. Now, when you first heard this, we all knew it was bullshit. It was all bullshit. But we knew that. This story is from The Verge. In the months leading up to Sony's decision to block Fortnite crossplay in 2018, Epic Games had pleaded with Sony to enable crossplay. Emails in the Epic Games vs. Apple case revealed, I cannot think of a scenario where Epic Games get what we want. That possibility went out the door when Fortnite became the biggest game on PlayStation, said Joel Cornier, Epic Vice President of Business Development. Cornier proposed we announced crossplay in conjunction with Sony. Epic goes out of its way to make Sony look like heroes. Epic even offered to brand its E3 presence with PlayStation or add unique characters exclusive to PS Plus subscriptions or subscribers to sweeten the deal. Let's make this a huge win for us all. Epic not changing its mind on the issue. So let's agree on it now, said Grenier. Sony didn't agree. Sony's senior director, development relations at the time dismissed the idea of crossplay, noting that crossplay platform is not a slam dunk no matter the size of the title. A clear reference to Epic Flex about Fortnite dominance on PlayStation, as you know, many companies are exploring this idea and not a single one can explain how crossplay improve the PlayStation business. This is um, Geo Corsi. Now, what they are seeing is this. Sony had a contract with Epic Game Store in order to make all platforms play together Sony's was like 
majority of our players on our who's playing your game is on PlayStation. And that's because PlayStation has the most installed base. Keep in mind that that game is free. And keep in mind it does not require a PlayStation Plus subscription. So they were like, um, all of your players are playing on our system. So what is going to happen is, is that you are going to make us look good. But behind closed doors, you're going to be paying us. We'll say it. And you have to come up with the PR to tell the world that this was not our fault. But this is going to play K2 our business model not to our players that's the key it's not to the players because the players wanted this but PlayStation business was like uh uh if it doesn't make dollars it doesn't make sense this was a very fucked up fucked up look from the PlayStation who always shout out for the players. Oh, maybe that's GameStop. No, that's just GameStop. But, um, your install base wanted this. And yet, and yet, you didn't do it unless they came clearly Epic did. Because you remember those exclusive little characters that came out like they had the box? This is around that time. This is around that time where they actually started to have the physical box for that game. You remember those characters and stuff like that? And that started off on the PlayStation. And here's the thing, and I cannot stress, I cannot stress this enough. They got it because it was, it was, people, the kids were buying the game, they saw it in the store, and they thought that it was something special. But here's the thing. This game is free. It was free to play. It's still free to play. And and Epic, and because I'm not trying to defend what Epic. Epic did some shady shit too. They shouldn't have. If if it was me, if it was me. I would have looked at them and I would have been like, oh, that's cute. Well, we're rising. So what we can do is, you don't want to play alone? Then don't play alone. We can keep it on these other two platforms and they will excel together. And we'll just work on your shit when we can. That's how you leverage things like that. But 
again, that would have looked horrible because it's not about these two companies. It's about the players. And it's about the install base. Yes, these these are companies, but you are a company because people pay into your service. And with letters and stuff like this, this doesn't work. I mean, you can you can go to, to the Verge and read further into further details about like how their marketing scheme was and how much they had to make in order to get Sony off what what Sony made during that proposition there. It was fucked up. But it worked out clearly. Now I can't say the same for Paterna. The company. This is a. Remember, this is a brand new company. This is a first-party company that is on Sony exclusive store. The Returnal is having a. Did they have what they have now? Just there was a bug that they released. That patch was patch one point three. One. No, that that was four, 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 and okay. So they were having a problem with people, you know, saving this game, saving their progress in this game. That was the first problem. Then they came out with a patch which corrupt past saves and. It was it was messing with the trophies. It it was a debacle. When people started report this, they 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 stopped it. Then they sent out a, a small patch to revert it back to the way it was before. And then they are properly going to release a new one where it's going to hopefully work. I have no idea. It it was something like this. If your saves maintain that file size at the 1.3.3, you can resume progress even though you will likely it, that they, it will likely get corrupted or corrupt if they were reduced to zero kilobytes however you'll have to resort to a playstation plus cloud backup should you have one available if you don't well true to the game's loops mechanics you will have to start over again Oh God, they really took that um, Returnal name to, to heart. Look, guys, I hope they, 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 they sort that out. They have to sort that out. Um, 
um, E3 on Twitter, they said we're hoping, hope you getting hungry because we got more shelves in the kitchen this year at E3 2021. Our new additions include Square Enix, Sega, Bandai Namco, XC Games, and Marvelous USA, Gearbox Entertainment, Freedom Games, DVSI Entertainment, Turtle Beach. Verizon and Bing.com. Hopefully they sell some good games. I'm sure that they will. My gosh. This E3. Hold on. Jesus Christ! E3 will start June 12. That's next month. Why in the world did I think that that would start in July? Okay. Alright. God, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I. I I think the reason why a lot of people are not I, I I thought about this when Sony dropped out and I said my peeps I said Sony does not have any games that are coming out but I am really excited to see what Xbox and Nintendo have to offer speaking of Nintendo this again is from The Verge <clears throat> Nintendo Switch sales were up 44% from January to March compared to the same pandemic-impaired quarter from a year earlier. Today's numbers bring the Nintendo Switch sales to 28.83 million for the fiscal year, up 37% compared to the 21 million consoles sold last year, beating the company's own revised forecast. In February, Nintendo raised its annual forecast to 26.5 Switch units for the fiscal inning March 31st on the strength of increased demand during the COVID-19 pandemic. A number had already been raised from 19 million at the start of the year. The lifetime sale figures now stands at 84.59 million switch units shipped worldwide since its launch, creeping up on the Wii consoles. 101.63 million lifetime lifetime sales. First of all, that number is it's gonna it's going to beat a hundred. It's 
going to be the 100. Game sales for the year also spiked by 37% selling 230.88 million units compared to the 168.72 million units in the previous fiscal year led by the Animal Crossing New Horizon with 20. 85 million units sold, but it still didn't take out the king, that is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. And come to find out, Ring Fit Adventure sold over 10 million. Child, look, y'all can go on IGN and get this news in full detail. Depend on what they're going to show next month. This system is going to be a hundred million. My God, my God. And to this day, I still love to play The Legend of Zelda. Breath of the Wild. To this day, if I put that game on right now, it'll bring nothing but a smile to my face. Um. Um. Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate has a new trailer. That means that, okay, you remember it was on PS4 and PS4 Pro? Supply Damn Water is coming to the PS5 and it's also coming to platforms, other platforms, six months after. Now, the new integrated DLC follows Yuffie Kasagari Kisariki. Kitsuriki and her partner Sono Kusakabi Kusakabi on their untold stories in Midgar. That's the now this integrate is gonna have the, the, the base game as well as the DLC and it's gonna be a PlayStation 5 time exclusive. And that would arrive next month. If you already had the game, I think it's going to be a free, um, it's going to be a free upgrade. Hold on, let me burn sure. I want to be sending you guys out on submission. Yeah, I think that's what it is, yeah. Again, as much as I like this game, guys, I just can't see myself purchasing it. I can't. And it looks gorgeous, and the story is somewhat somewhat the same. But the reason why I cannot find myself buying this game is for one reason and one reason only. I want the game to be complete. I don't want to do this episodic thing. No! 
except when I know what's going to happen at the end. Crazy, huh? Well, there you have it. And, um, so, quick news. Resident Evil 7, 8, Resident Evil 8 is reviewing well. I played it. I regret not playing seven. Um, I tell you this much: great story. It's a great story, and um, they they ended it wonderfully. I thought it was a. If you are a hardcore fan, go pick this game. No, I'll, I'll say this much. If you enjoyed 7, and when I mean by enjoyed 7, I meant the story. If you enjoyed the story of 7, you're going to want to pick this game up. If you are a hardcore Resident Evil fan, pick this game up. If you are on the fence and you haven't played 7, go on Xbox, play the game. You can do one or two things. You can come to the conclusion, because right now it's uh, on a game pass. On seven, it's on a game pass. You can come to the con- you can come to your own conclusion on what to do next. You can either pay to finish the story, or you can wait for a sale, and you'd be able to finish the story. I believe that. Um, I truly believe that. Um, it's going to count the game pass. And when it does, I think that's a third grade. If you're just like, you know, some casual player, then that's what it'll excel there for you. Just wait till it's all on Game Pass. Um, Ubisoft is making a free-to-play game based in the Division series titled Heartland. This will be a... Um... This will be coming out sometime next year. Hopefully next year. The latest is 2023. And what else? Water Warcraft has... Water Warcraft... The Burning Crusade Classic has a release date of June first 2021 um lost judgment this is um this will be released worldwide and um this is be released worldwide in September Seca and Rio Ga Gotsuko Studios 
has officially announced lost judgment during today's Judgment Day live stream event. It's a direct sequel to the 2018 Action Mystery game. That's so funny because I haven't heard anything about that. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm reading, um, Mass Effect, um, that game is going to look good on the Xbox consoles. I'm sorry, as much as Xbox Series X is going to be pushing 120 frames on um and at 100 and the 1440p, so that's 4K. Um, that's Series X. And on Series S, performance mode, that is going to be at 60 frames per second on at uh, 4K. And I know that this game is being touted primarily and only for the PlayStation, but it's not. It's gonna come on all platforms. So yeah, those are about the small the, the I think that's it. Yeah. And those are your top stories and gaming. Your top stories in pop culture. Set it off. Set it off now. Miss Janet Mark. Miss Janet Mark came up. Okay. So as you guys know, this is the last season of Pose. And at the premiere, uh, she had a speech. She had a speech. Um, she pretty much said this. She said, fuck Hollywood. Janet Mark, Mock, a director and executive producer on the TV series Pulse, this is from Hollywood Life, guys, um, told a stunned crowd gathered at the FX drama season three premiere event at the Jazz 
Lincoln Center in New York City, April 30th. Janet called attention to her pay and other issues that transgender people in Hollywood faces as she said at one point in her roughly 15 minute speech. This makes you uncomfortable? It should. It should make you fucking shake in your motherfucking boots. This is speaking truth. This is what Pose is. She said, and asking the crowd, why am I making $40,000 a motherfucking episode, huh? Do you know who the fuck I am? Do you know what the fuck I mean? Huh? She did add it, I'm angry. This is truth. This is motherfucking truth. Janet also believed that the first two episodes of Pulse, which were written by men, were not up to par with the rest of the FX show, according to Daily Beast. This led Janet to call Ryan Murphy, the show co-creator, and ask how he made the show better. I wanted to bring in the girls, Ryan said. Which was a reference to Janet and her colleague, Our Lady J, who have been both working in Paul's writer's room since 2019. Janet even addressed Our Lady J during her speech, whom she apologized and saying, I tried to shrink you to make myself bigger. Why couldn't I just love you? And then, Janet's speech also caused a buzz during the fact that she admitted to being unfaithful to her boyfriend, Angel Bismarck Corral, who plays Little Poppy Evangelista on the show and from the entire production. And I quote, Today, I was going to let Angel go. I was going to let you go, right? But what did I do? I fucked someone on the crib, right? She said in the midst of her street, in the midst of her speech, Angel, Angel, I'm not losing you. You hear me? You are fucking important to me. Now, for those who don't know, um, Aaron Treadwell was her husband. Angel kind of, you know, Angel didn't deserve it, but it was expected because she cheated with Angel on her husband. Oh, Poppy, little Poppy. Oh, girl, is he fine? Oh, the best looking ones always feel away, right? <laughs> but um, here's the thing. When I see Angel, little Poppy, this is what I this is what happened. I think I think Janet wants to be with somebody who sees her. 
Not saying that Angel does not see her. I think Angel is polymeric. Like, if he likes it all. He, I don't know. I don't know about some people's business and stuff like that. But the way I, the way how I read this was Angel courted her, which led her to leaving her husband, Aaron Treadwell. Child, look that man up. Bit fine on top of fine and I think that oh y'all was about to get me to be messy and I I don't think it's the right thing I, I don't think this is right for this podcast I don't know I don't know girl look I think that it's fucked up that Pose only got three seasons. I really do. I believe that it was rushed. I believe that um, it was... It's a fucking great show. I think that the reason why that it's being taken off is because it's very truth-telling and it hits... It cuts people to the core. And a lot of people who enjoy it, when they get finished with that high of seeing that, 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 that episode and stuff like that, they have to sit back and reflect. They're like, my God, maybe I did some shit that I was not supposed to do. And it's, it's a really good series. Now, I can honestly tell you that it's a hard show to watch um, if you are people of color. It's a hard show because you see the struggles that they went through and with the child, but whew, I don't think that they should have. I think it should have been the continuation of the 80s. I don't think that they should have jumped into the 90s so fast. And after seeing the first two episodes, I can honestly tell you that, yeah, this writing was not good. It wasn't a good, strong opening because it's on its way out. I believe that the writers had their own, like, you know, their own idea of it. And and that sucks, because season one and two was fucking phenomenal. Season one was great to watch. Season two was great, but it was a hard show to watch. That was a hard show to watch. So, um, could I, I commend Janet on you know standing in her truth and standing up for herself you know it's unfortunate that she you know said a little bit too much but you know it is what it is 
Um, not much in pop culture this week. Um, Tristan Thompson is she not? Um, Khloe Kardashian. Let me tell you something. I didn't really want to talk on this because. Now I'm looking at Chloe. I don't blame Tristan no more. That sounds fucked up to say, I know. But I don't blame him no more. No. Because he cheated on her while she was pregnant, hello? And what? She ran back to him. Listen. All that work that you had got done, Chloe. You are still, you still have that mentality level of an, of that, how do I say this delicately? When the three sisters first came out, everybody was calling Chloe ugly. That put a hamper on her self-confidence. She's been beat up to become a whole different person. Behind all that work still is a broken person. Instead of you getting the proper therapy that you need, you're not going to start seeing the beauty that you've always possessed. Because out of the three sisters, I've always thought Chloe was the most down to earth. I thought that um, Courtney was a bitch, and I knew Kim knew she was. Kim, Kim is that bitch. But I think Chloe was not only funny, but I think that she was very down to earth. And y'all shamed. No, no one is shamed her. But um, her sisters shamed her into getting work done. And so all of her insecurities it's why Tristan cheats. He knows he can get away with it. He can't deal with no strong woman. And Chloe is not strong. She's going to have men walk all over her until she get that mental state properly. All that work done and you are still in this game. He is cheating on you. And he cheating on you because you took him back. And I'm not saying you can't take a cheater back. Of course you can't. But there's got to be some rules and regulations. It's like you have to work for me now. You have to work for my trust. Chloe didn't do that with Christian. 
Chloe is so insecure that she'll take him at the cost of her own integrity. Girl couldn't be mean. Couldn't be mean. And I've done some foolish things in my past. But, um... I hope that you receive the proper therapy that you need, girl. I really do. And who else needs therapy? Erica Mena. Girl, I heard that she got into it with, uh... Wendy Williams talking about that she wanted to fuck Wendy Williams up on site. Girl, ain't you pregnant? See, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Erica. Just come up here for a second. Let me talk to you. Here's the thing, little mama. You are six, seven months pregnant. And here you are talking about you want to fight somebody goes to show the kind of person who you really are when the cameras and everything start to you know stop and you go behind that closed door you're a bitch you are in demand you're beautiful you know it she's one of those light skinned old girls you're a bitch. What Wendy said was true. No bitch. Bitch, you already had a baby by motherfucking Safari, ho. And what did he tell you? When you had your kid, Safari came up and told you to your face. He was like, bitch, I don't want you. To, I don't want to have a baby by you no more because you got that. And what did you do? Spread your legs open, right open for that. Mm Mm-mm. And we all know that he's hung. Yes. Safari Samuels is hung. But... uh Uh-uh. Not for the sake of... not Not at the expense of my mental state. Girl, y'all was just talking about that y'all didn't want to be with each other. And now here you are posing like you got it all together because you pregnant. Girl, he is fucking on you. And you're projecting at Wendy and those people who are calling you the fool. You are the fool. It's not that we don't want you not to be pregnant. We want you to have this baby. This gift. What we don't want is we don't want to hear about this goddamn situation in which you planted yourself two feet in. Ten toes down. God, you look the fool. And we're calling you out. Because we're thinking about this kid. We're thinking about your not your, your children. We don't want to hear about that. You are doing everything in your power to to remain relevant. Coming at these fans and also coming at Wendy Williams, girl. Child, sit down somewhere. Have that baby with that D-list rapper. 
don't know how he always going around here perpetrating like he has all this money, which I know he don't. Come on, what does he do? What, sell dildos? Girl, what? Who else was in the news? Get your shit together, Miss Thing. Um. Oh, J. Cole. He has his, um, the off-season. This is his new album that's coming out next week. And his first single, Interlude. I listened to it. Because you know what? After, you know, his last album and all that controversy, I was like, I was looking at him like side-eye. I was like, what's going on with you? I do like the new song. I am not going to lie. I do like this new song. I'm, I'm excited to hear his album. I will give it a good listen. But I want Kendrick. Listening to his album makes me want Kendrick more. Makes me want to listen to Kendrick more. And that's crazy, right? He he said that he wanted to, you know, release it all at one time, but he couldn't. He couldn't. He just wanted to give you guys something. On what to expect. I think that's what I'm gonna leave you guys with. Like, because I wasn't too much in the news this week. But, um, yeah, we'll both, um, catch up next week. And those were your top stories in pop culture. It looks like we've come to the end of another great episode here on Cheap Drills. I've been your host, Atheria, and I look forward to chatting with you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Oh, and just a little, I'm not being sponsored for this, but hey guys, if you are a nerd and you love Pokemon cards and you like anime um, collectibles and whatnot, check out my friend's store at JD Mint Collectibles. That's JD Mint Collectibles. M-I-N-T-C-O-L-L-E-C-T-I-B-L-E-S. It's a great store. And the prices are very 
reasonable. See you next week. If you'd like to reach us via email, you can contact us at cheapthrillspodcast01 at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at cheapthrillspodcast01.